Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us here at Believer's Victory Church. Today we have an inspiring, powerful message that will change your life. Let's listen in as Pastor Peggy Heal teaches us from the Word of God. We've had so many things going on this Christmas, and you know what? We can get so busy, so caught up in getting the right gift, right? You know, several years ago, probably 15, 16 years ago, I did a message on Christmas, and it was about re-gifting. And it was by far the most memorable message I've ever preached because people still remember the hot rocks, the year that I got hot rocks for Christmas. And it was such a strange gift, and I just joked about it. It was one of those things where you, you would put rocks in a thing, and you would heat it up, and then you'd put them on you, and it would relieve stress. And so I, I never used it. I ended up re-gifting it. I gave it to somebody else who was more stressed than I am. And so they got it. But that was like my, my most memorable message I've ever preached. And if you've ever talked or told somebody something, the ultimate thing is for people to remember what you say. And so when we're here, it's Christmas time, and Christmas is only a few days away, and so we can get so caught up in looking for the perfect gift for someone. Anybody still got gifts to buy? And, you know, I was at the mall. I go shopping with my dad every year, and, and we're sitting over lunch, and we're talking about, oh, what to get this person, what to get that person. And so often it's so hard to find just the right gift. Now, I happen to have received today, actually, just a little bit ago, the perfect gift. It's like somebody just knew me so well and got me the perfect gift for me. Do you guys want to see it? I'll show it to you. I literally, I promise you, I did not buy this for myself. Somebody bought it for me. It's the perfect gift. Ready? Are you guys ready? Yes. Oh, we're going to get it. I mean, how much better of a gift is there than that, right? Now, for those of you who don't know, this is Mozzie. Mozzie is the boss of our house. He runs the house. And, uh, and so now, not only do I get to have Mozzie snuggled on my lap, I get a blanket of Mozzie on my lap with the real Mozzie on my lap. It's the perfect gift. It's the perfect gift. And no, you can't borrow it. So obviously, that's a gift I will never re-gift right? And so we get so caught up in the gifts and buying gifts, and maybe you're here today, just think about a gift you got, and maybe you open your thought, does this person even know me? Do they, do they know anything about me? Like this, this is like, as soon as I'm like, this is a perfect gift. But how many of us have ever gotten that gift where we're just kind of like, wow, you know, this just, it's not me, it's not my style, it's not, I don't even know what I'm going to do with this gift. And we're thankful for the gift, don't think we're not thankful for it, but today we want to talk about the best gift, the absolute best gift, the gift that fits everybody, the gift that will never need to be returned, the, actually the gift that keeps on giving. Because Christmas isn't about just one day, Christmas is every day. Amen? And so when we look at our Bibles over in Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6, we're not going to do a thing today and say these are the top gifts of 2019. How many of us are old enough to remember when Cabbage Patch dolls were the gift? I mean, if your parents got you a Cabbage Patch doll, they loved you. 
because they stood in line somewhere. They paid a lot of money somewhere. They loved you. And remember when the Tickle Me Elmo was the gift, you know? People are waiting in line for these gifts. And so there's always a hot gift every year. Like, oh, the kids want this gift and, and all this. But you know what? There's one gift. And it was actually the very first gift given. It's the first Christmas gift ever given, and it's the same gift that just continues to be given day after day after day, and it will be given for eternity. And we read about it in Isaiah chapter 9, and we talked about this last week, that when the prophet Isaiah, when he spoke these words, it was nearly 800 years before Jesus was born. And he was speaking these words to the children of Israel when they were in a very dark place. Just like Jay was saying in the play. You know, sometimes Christmas, when we talk about Christmas, and and so many of us are so excited because we've received the gift of Jesus. But you know what? There's a lot of people, and they're they're still in that dark place. And when Isaiah spoke to the children of Israel at this time, he was talking to people that were in bondage. He was talking to people that had lost hope. He was talking to people that their lives were not turning out the way that they thought that they would. And maybe that's you here today. Maybe January started one way, January 2019, and you were full of hope and full of expectation, and you were saying, this is my year, everything's going to change this year, everything's going to be better, but here we are in December, and maybe it hasn't worked out that well. Maybe someone who was in January, they're, they're not here now. Maybe a job that you had, it's not here now. Maybe a stability, maybe a a relationship, whatever it is. And you're like, you know what? This is not the best Christmas ever for me. These words the prophet Isaiah spoke nearly 800 years before Jesus was born are still true today. They still have the same power, the same backing. Amen? You know what gives a promise its power is whoever is making it. Have you ever had somebody that doesn't keep their word, doesn't have the resources, you can't depend on, and they look at you and they say, I promise, and you're just like, whatever. You have no, there's nothing, but this is God talking. And he said in Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6, the prophet Isaiah spoke and he said, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. This is the first Christmas gift given, the gift of Jesus. If you ever think about that Jesus is the only person who ever chose to be born, because Jesus didn't happen on Christmas, Jesus has always been, and he will always be. The Bible says, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Before anything, before anything, God was here. Jesus is here. And the Bible says, unto us a son is given. And you know what? That gift that was given then is still being given today. And the prophet Isaiah, when he spoke to those hopeless people, when he spoke to them when they were in their dark place, he was telling them, God keeps his promises. And so no matter where you are today, No matter what's happened, no matter what you think is going to happen, 
You've got to remember that what Isaiah spoke is still true. For unto us a child is given. That's Jesus. And just like Tom the neighbor, he needed to hear that. He needed to hear there's hope for his situation. He needed to hear that there's power to help you. He needed to hear that you're not alone. And so wherever you are today, I want to encourage you. Do what Tom did. Receive prayer. Receive prayer. There's a God who loves you. A God who came for you. A God who wants to help you. A God who wants to fill your life with the light that only he has to offer. Amen? It goes on to say, for unto us a child is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. Listen, don't get too stressed about government and politics. God is bigger than all of that. And he says, and his name will be called. God gives his names to explain who he is, to expose his function. And it says his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. We talked last week about bring the counsel of God into your home. Bring the counsel of God into your home. God has seen every day you will ever live. He has seen everything you will ever need, every wound you will ever need healed. He has seen it, and he is here for it. But we need to bring his counsel in. And he says, wonderful counselor, and what we want to talk about today, mighty God. He's a mighty God. How many of us are old enough to remember the song we used to sing years ago, What a Mighty God We Serve? Amen? And then another old song, He is Mighty to Save. He is a mighty God. What does that mean? That means that no matter what's going on, God has the power, the muscle, the, the backing, the ability, the resources. No matter what it is, He can do it. There is nothing that God cannot do. He is a mighty God. I love what the Bible says. Over in, let me see where it is. Over in Psalms 95, verses 3 and 7, it says, For the Lord is a mighty God, a mighty king over all the gods. There's a lot of things that want to be God to you. There's a lot of things that want to be the most important part of your life. They want to be the source to help you. They want to be the healer for you. But there's only one God who can be those things. There's only one God who can. He is able. How many remember when you were in school, and uh, I remember when I was in school, and the te- when you learned the difference between may I and can I? When you would say, can I go to the bathroom, and what would your teacher say? Are you able? Right? Are you able? Because we should say, may I go? But here's the thing, when we think about God, he is able. He's not all talk. He is able. He is mighty God. And so it says, for the Lord is a mighty God, a mighty king over all the gods. Listen to, this is, this is our God. He rules over the whole earth, from the deepest caves to the highest hills. He rules over the sea, which he made, and the land also, which he himself formed. Think about that. Every blade of grass, every ocean, every every mountain, everything that we see on this earth, God made. 
God made those things. And then we look at our lives and when we, when we remind ourselves that he is mighty God, that he is my wonderful counselor. He's beyond my ability to even understand how great he is. He is my counselor. He has all the wisdom and the knowledge that I need for my life. And he is a mighty God. He has the power to lift, to heal, to bring forth, to bring out, to do whatever I need done. He can do it. And he's showing me, look at this. I made the earth. I made the sun, I made the moon, I made every planet. I can take care of you. It says, come let us bow down and worship him. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. He is our God, we are the people he cares for. The flock for which he provides. Listen today to what he says. You know, we think about how mighty God is. The Bible tells us that God is omniscient. He's omnipresent, and he's omnipotent. And these, these are words we don't use very often. But the word omniscient, it means he knows everything. He knows that you're thinking about lunch right now. He knows. He knows, and he still loves you. He knows every thought in your head. The Bible says that God knows everything. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who sees ahead and provides. He knows. He's omniscient. He's a literal know-it-all. Have you ever met somebody that acts like they know everything? No matter what you say, I know. No matter what you're talking about, I know. And what do we do with those people? Okay, right? But with God, he really is. Now, I had a joke. It went over okay. It was rough. But I said I would try it out on you. So a guy walks up to God, and he says to God, he says, how are you omniscient? And he says, I know, right? I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. <laughs> You'll get it later. You'll get it later. But when we think about it, I just want us to remember, for unto us a child is born. This is our gift. He's wonderful. And that doesn't mean like, oh, that pizza was wonderful. No, when, when the Bible says wonderful, it means that the, the, the beauty, the bigness, the amazingness, yeah. the awesomeness of God. The Bible says the word wonderful, if you study it out, it means it's beyond what you can even understand. That's how good God is. He says, wonderful counselor. Man, we all need a counselor. We all need somebody to talk to. We need somebody to help us see straight. We need somebody to give us wisdom, somebody to give us direction, somebody to lead and guide us. We all need that. And then he says, mighty God. This is our gift for unto us a child is born. Listen, don't get caught up in, in the, the things of Christmas and miss the gift of Christmas. Amen? Mighty God. He's omniscient. There's nothing he does not know. Quit walking around saying, I don't know. Instead say, I know who knows. Amen. I know who knows. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. That means God is everywhere all the time. The Bible says there is nowhere you can escape the presence of God because he is everywhere. He's everywhere. 
I always joke that when I was a kid, a teenager, my dad would always say to me, whenever I would go to leave and go somewhere, he would say, Peggy, remember, everywhere you go, everything you do. And then he would lean in, Jesus is watching. And you know, that kept me pretty straight, you know? I would be like, well, I'm not going there. I'm ta- I got Jesus with me. I can't go there, you know? <laughs> People say, oh, you want Jesus? I can't take Jesus there. But there was a few times where I would look at Jesus and I'd be like, I'm really sorry I brought you here. You should not, you should not be here. You should not be here. But you know what? You, you, can't, you can't escape Jesus. But you know what? That's also really good news because there's times when we feel so alone and maybe we've been betrayed and maybe we feel so left out like everybody's at the party and we didn't get the invite. But you know what? No matter where you are, Jesus is there because he's omnipresent. You can't get away from him. In your darkest place, he's right there and he'll bring the light. In your place where you've been hurt, he's there and he'll bring the healing. Amen? He's omnipresent. And then he's omnipotent. You know what that means? That means there's nothing God cannot do. There's nothing God cannot do. I read this and I wrote it down. It says, all power in heaven and on earth belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, remember, who are we talking about? We're talking about the child that was born for us. Amen? He is our gift. He says, all power in heaven and on earth belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the God who divided the sea for Moses. He is the God who brought down the walls for Joshua. He is the God who delivered Goliath into the hands of David and the Hebrew children from that fiery furnace and Daniel out of that lion's den. In human flesh, the same God commanded wind and wave, fed the hungry, healed the sick, cast out demons, and raised the dead. The Lord our God is here. He's the same God. The same God who did all those things is the same God who wants to move in your life. And you know what? How many of us have more we can add to that story? Yes, he's the God who parted the sea. He's also the God that healed my body. He's also the God that brought me out of darkness. He's also the God who gave me a sound mind. He's the God who brought me out of the pit and set my foot on the rock. He's the God who rescued me. He's the same God. He's Jesus. And he's the gift that gives every day. Amen? Let's not miss Christmas. He is our mighty God. And you know, God is so mighty. But we can get to the point where we've been saved so long. We've been in church Sunday after Sunday. We got our Bible on our phone, on our iPad, on our computer, and we still got the the paper version. But yet we live life on our own. We carry our own stuff. We're using our own muscles. If you're one of those people and, you know, you're, you're going and you got all your bags and all your packages and you're, you're all loaded up and you're just, you know, you can barely, I mean, you're just, it's all you can do to carry it. And somebody comes and says, hey, you need some help? And you're like, I got it. <laughs> you know you're in here. <laughs> or somebody says, you need help? No, I got it. I got it. And then you go in the house and you feel so alone. 
We do that with God all the time. We're carrying our own stuff when we've got a mighty God who is far more capable of taking care of things. Jesus said, come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest, Jesus said. Listen, why are we carrying our own stuff? Why are we trying to open our own doors? Why are we trying to make things happen all on our own when the Bible says, for unto us is born a child, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Listen, you don't have to carry everything. You have the gift of God, and he wants to help you. Listen, let's not be those saved people that only let God show up in their life on Sunday. Let's not be those saved people that only remember the gift of Jesus at Christmas. Let's be the people that let God be wonderful in our life, that let God be our counselor, that lets God be our mighty God, our everlasting Father. Let's get our peace from the Prince of Peace. Amen? And there's only one way to do that. You got to open your life to God. God's a filler, not a forcer. And this Christmas, let's open our hearts up and say, Lord, fill me. I'm going to look to you. I'm going to come to you with my burdens instead of running around trying to fix it myself. I'm going to go to you for my counsel instead of getting it from all the wrong places. I'm going to look to you to be my father, to be the one who fills every void in my life, the one who lifts me, holds me, heals me, rescues me. I'm going to look to you because that is who you are. And when the world is going crazy and all kind of crazy stuff is happening, I'm going to remember that I can have peace because you are the Prince of Peace. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for all of us here today. And as we're thinking of gifts and excited about getting them and excited about giving them, that we would remember the first gift, the gift of Jesus, our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, our everlasting Father, our Prince of Peace. Let us remember Jesus. And for those here today and with every head bowed and every eye closed, maybe you're here today and you say, you know what, that, that play, that really touched me. What you're saying, I'm recognizing that I've never received the first gift I've never opened up my life to Jesus but today I want to today I want to receive the wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father the prince of peace I want to receive Jesus as my Lord 
and Savior. I want the gift of Christmas. And so if you're here today and you say, you know what, I've never done that. See, here's the thing. So often we're waiting on God to do things, but God is waiting on us. He's waiting on us to receive him. There isn't really more doing. It's receiving. Receiving Jesus. Saying yes. Opening up our hearts and saying yes. Come into my life. Yes, forgive me. Yes, heal me. Yes, help me. Lord, I open my life up to you and I say, come, be my Lord, be my Savior. See, that's my part. And I have to do it because God won't force himself on me. He's waiting for you. So if you're here today with every head bowed and every eye closed, I'm not going to call you up or embarrass you in any way. I just want to pray with you. If you're here today and you say, you know what, Peggy, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Just raise your hand up big and tall and say, that's me. Anybody like that this morning? Thank you, Jesus. I see your hand. Anybody else? Say, that's me. I've, I've heard about it. I've been in church before, but I've never done it myself. I've never done it. I see your hand. You can put it down. Anybody else? Say, that's me. I see your hand. Thank you, Jesus. For the sake of those who raised their hand, or maybe you're here today and you say, man, I should have raised my hand. There's still time. God's still listening. Let's pray this prayer together. Say, Father God, right now, I receive the gift of Jesus as my Savior. I repent, turn away from a life without him, and I embrace a life with Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. He came, he died, he rose again, all for me to change my life, to rescue me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Isn't God so good?